This is the Lead Well Podcast. Welcome to the Lead Well Podcast, where we're talking all things leadership, talent, and culture. I'm your host, Chris Hodnett, and this is episode five. Our special guest today is operator Britt Sims of Saluda Point FSR and West Columbia FSR in Columbia, South Carolina. Britt, how's it going? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Everything is is going well. Working hard over here and excited to be here with you today. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. And I'd love to kick off uh, and just hear a little bit about your background and how you became a Chick-fil-A operator. Sure. Well, I my journey started um, a little over 16 years ago. I started in the restaurant as a restaurant team member in Somerville, South Carolina, working for operator Chris Walker. I started as a restaurant marketing director, um, but quickly realized that I uh, wanted to pursue the path of being an operator. And he he taught me so much there in the restaurant. I went from there to through the interim manager program, which is what it was called at the time. And then actually transitioned over to the support center and worked in the training department for a little over a year as well um, before being selected as an operator and opening up our first location, um, which was 12 years ago um, in August. So we just celebrated 12 years in West Columbia and about five years later, we opened up Saluda Point. So it has been a fun, exciting journey, but it, it all started as a team member in the restaurant. So very grateful for where we were and excited about, about where we're going. How's the talent situation for you over in Columbia? You know, it is the most challenging, I feel like, that it's, that it's ever been, certainly that I've ever experienced in my, in my last 16 years. You know, it, it is a very real challenge. Um, and, it, you know, as far as recruitment and retention at this point, um, there's a lot of options out there for, for employees and, um, and a lot of choices that they're making right now with their, with their work life. And so it is, it is very tight. It is very lean. Um, and we continue to put just tremendous focus and effort on our recruitment as well as um, the retention of our staff. So, but it is, it is very challenging at this point. And we're certainly, you know, we've had to make some tweaks and pivots throughout this whole journey to, 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 to still be able to serve our guests, you know, an exceptional product and incredible service. So um, I know across the board, across the, the country, you know, it is a, it is a big challenge for everyone. No doubt. And you couple that with things going on with maybe the rise of COVID cases. Uh, there's some been supp- uh, some supply chain issues uh, across the country. So certainly not easy. As I, as I was looking back at an article that you had on Leadwell, there's something that stood out to me that I think, man, if Britt could navigate through this and she clung to her purpose, she's probably going to come out really strong. And that purpose uh, that I read about was to refresh the lives of all that your team members serve. Can you tell us a little bit about that purpose? Yeah, absolutely. That That is our purpose. That's our guiding light. That's the filter um, that we make our decisions through. Um, and that came about a few years ago. I was probably about 10 years into my operator journey, I started to really ask that question or I was asked the question, you know, why do I exist? Why does Brit exist? <laughs> Which was a very daunting and big question. And I started to, to work through that process. And, I, and this word refresh just kept coming to the top of my mind um, for months as I was really wrestling with this and thinking this through. And, um, and then it just became very clear that that purpose to refresh lives, you know, whether that's, um, 
that personally for me and it's, and it's professionally within the, within the restaurant. And so I took that to the team and, and that's what we, we focus on each and every day. And it certainly has been um, an impactful purpose for us throughout this entire COVID journey. And as we look ahead, so, so what that means to us is, you know, is trying to refresh lives in all ways, you know, that's physically, of course, through delicious, safe, high quality food. Uh, it is, Mentally, when a when a guest comes in and they receive that genuine hospitality, you know, they hopefully they feel refreshed by us, um, by our tone, by our, our service, by the second mile that we, you know, go for them whenever they're here. And, you know, perhaps that's even spiritually, you know, that they, they were treated so well, you know, by their Chick-fil-A friends at our Chick-fil-A restaurants that perhaps they feel inspired to go treat others better or treat others well, you know, so, so it, it, it really is our guiding light. It's our why. Uh, it is why we exist. And so we have clung to that. We have come back to that and have tried to continue to communicate that in effective ways and break that down to get it to each team member to where it, it connects with them and they can then translate that in their own way. So having that, having that guiding light, having that purpose front and center and strong and clear has, has been a key piece of navigating this incredible season that we've just gone through. So speaking of refresh and speaking of this incredible season, I'm willing to bet that you had several team members who needed to be refreshed on what it was like uh, to work in a dining room. And so you've reopened your dining room. Tell us how that's been. Absolutely. I think we all needed to be refreshed on, on training uh, procedures. So you're right. That takes it down to the actual tactical aspect of the job of, how do you continuously, you know, refresh your skill and, and retrain? And so um, we approached our reopening in three parts, and we've continued to adapt since, since the reopening, which has now been um, a couple of months now. So, you know, we first looked at our staffing, um, and while I will say we have not certainly haven't reached optimal staffing, you know, we wanted to have proper staffing to be able to, to get going, to get to that next level, you know, and we talked with our team, you know, if you're, if you're close, you swing the bat, right? So we, whenever we got to that level that we could execute, we, we, we went for it. Um, so we looked at staffing, the training and retraining was a, was a key piece training of new team members in a new role. We had not been doing that. We had not, as we've, we've been hiring throughout COVID, but we had, had not gone deep into dining room training, obviously, until this point. So what does new team member training look like? And then, like you said, the refreshed training. Um, so we created key, a key checklist of key items that needed to be touched on. We used pathways. Most of our training was done one-on-one with our certified trainers to our team members. And, um, and we hit those procedures, those safety requirements, the hospitality aspects, um, and guest recovery. That was another piece of our of our strategy going in, you know, what are the guest scenarios you may encounter? What does guest recovery in the restaurant truly look like and, um, and how to be aware and, and empathize with certain situations that may come up. So, so we attacked the re- the training from that angle as we prepared to reopen. And then a lot of on the spot training happened, of course, once the doors were opened, um, we were able to have coaching conversations and huddles and one-on-ones to walk through what happened, what should we have done? What, what went well, what could we have done differently? And we navigated it that way. Talk to me a little bit about hospitality. Cause we've, we've gone so long now without having table touch-ins, beverage refreshes, everything's been so focused on uh, the drive-through and mobile. What does hospitality look like now in this 
this new world of uh, like emerging from the pandemic and guests are coming back into our dining room? Absolutely. I We look at hospitality kind of in two buckets for us. You know, so a basic hospitality just even starts with a clean restaurant. So it's even before you get to the, to the second mile aspects of hospitality. You know, when a guest is coming in, what do they see? Um, are all of the, of the, of the touch points outstanding? So you, so hospitality, when you think about it, you know, you want to be show ready at all times. So everything must be outstanding that they see, that they touch, that they would encounter, whether that's a door handle, the glass on the door, um, the condiment station, the tables, also the team member. You know, what is that encounter going to be, and is it outstanding? Um, that's that's a piece of hospitality to me because um, it's a feeling that they're going to have when they come in, and they're going to assess that from, gosh, even from the parking lot, of course, whenever they step out of their vehicle. So, so we look at that aspect, and then of course, once you come in, in this day and age, I think what's even more heightened is just the awareness of the status of the guest. You know, some of our guests came straight back in, could not wait to engage, you know, pull up a chair, sit down, let's chat. And so having your, your, your mood meter heightened, having your awareness high to be able to say, Hey, this person wants us to engage. Let's, let's do that in that manner. Or if someone was a little more private, perhaps a little more reserved and they just wanted to mobile order, sit at their table and, and enjoy their meal quietly, you know, we could do that and care for them as well. So, so being able to read the guests, I think, is very important um, at this point because we don't know where, how each person is doing. We don't know um, what state that they're coming in, right? Everybody has that story, and that, that was true, and that remains true. Um, but we want to be sensitive. We want to be, um, you know, we want the environment to be comfortable and accepting to everybody. So, so we focus on um, being aware of those things and then, of course, applying those actual practices of hospitality um, that we can do at this point, um, whether it is refresh a beverage or, um, or hold a door for someone. You know, we, we want to make sure that we're doing those things well um, and that we're smiling with our eyes behind that mask and, and, and engaging with them in a positive way. Smiling with our eyes behind the mask. I love that. Uh, let me ask you this. How has any of the COVID variants impacted you, impacted your team, or even impacted how you operate your business? Yeah, I think the variant very much, um, you know, has impact, impacted the business for sure because it is in our community, um, in our numbers, our schools, you know, it is it is a contagious disease. And it is we have to be very heightened when it comes to team member safety and um, ensuring that if someone's not feeling well, that we are acting quickly and um, proactively on that front as much as possible um, to ensure that we're maintaining a safe work environment for our team and for our guests to, to enjoy. So it, it definitely going back to school this fall um, has, you know, pro- has provided um, our, our team members, you know, probably more, more access to other people. And, um, and so therefore, you know, that's, there's more risk involved with that. So, so I think that has impacted staffing um, the most on that front, and that we're we're trying to stay ahead of that that curve and to ensure that we can always maintain the service that we want with our staffing piece. So so the variant is is continue to to cause us to to look at the aspect of, of staffing and and preparing for that anything that could come from from the variant. So um, it, it, it it remains a challenge, and we hope that we can we will get through that and we continue to put the news of 
um, you know, where team members can get access to the vaccine if that's something that they would like to do. Um, we continue to communicate um, safety procedures and just remaining vigilant, you know, on that front with our team members. So I'm going to take us back a couple of months and I'm going to read a direct quote from you. You said, what's next will feel like a different game. Even when the world resumes to its new normal, it will be easy to forget about those things that we have learned. We need to do some goal setting and put it on a calendar so we don't lose the value we were gifted in this moment. That was you several months ago as you were thinking through what a future looked like in our Chick-fil-A restaurants. So reflect on that quote and tell us, uh, like, what does that different game look like and what have you learned? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It. You know, I think we've learned so much. You know, we have learned so much. We, with our director team, we sit down with each of our departments each quarter, and we look back and say, you know, what went well this last quarter? You know, what did we achieve our goals? You know, what were the metrics? But what what did we learn? And then we look ahead and we try to apply that. So, so that's the practice that we try to put that we have in place. You know, pre-COVID and post-COVID. You know, looking back, reflect. And then looking ahead. So as I look back, you know, on this last year, and then look ahead as to how what what will apply. I think there's there's a few things that really stand out. You know, first, you know, the heightened focus of of safety and and cleanliness and just procedures has we've gone to another level as far as that. We have, and you know, all of our success really rises and falls on proper communication, great communication, and and ensuring that we're executing our procedures well. So, so during this time, we looked at everything. We tried to simplify each role as much as we possibly could and, and ensure that we were executing our systems well. So we became very system-focused during this time of COVID. Um, we wanted our success to come from effective systems that could last long-term versus being say, people-dependent, right? We want it to be system-dependent and then put incredible talent on those systems to maximize the effort. So so that that was a big takeaway for us. Um, also during this time, this is a personal takeaway for me as well, you know, it really had me evaluate how we do spend our time, um, the, the quality time that we have at home, the white space that's needed in our week um, to be able to sit back, reflect, refresh, and move forward with a, with a thoughtful mind. Um, COVID gave us, in a way, an opportunity to do that um, because the world of the restaurant, while very complicated externally, um, it, our procedures were simplified whenever our dining rooms were closed and we were able to, to reflect on um, our priorities and our goals and, um, and use our time very wisely. So that has been the biggest thing personally that I've taken with me into the future as we look ahead. And, um, and, and then, you know, I think it's, I think we've really tried to bottle up our gratitude and joy. You know, um, we're not promised tomorrow. We don't know what that looks like. And so, you know, we do know that, 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 that being grateful and being thankful, being joyful and optimistic and excited about the future is, is, is one of the secret sauces to, to what we do and to, and to who we are as a Chick-fil-A brand and Chick-fil-A family. So, so we really have, I think we saw that and we experienced that and we were grateful to have each other during this time. We were grateful to have this brand during this time. And, um, and we don't want to lose that moving forward. We want to maintain that gratefulness and that thankfulness and that joy and optimism for the future. And, um, and knowing that while things will probably likely not get less challenging, they're going to be challenging. They're, they're going to be um, hardships 
Uh, we know that, but we're grateful and we're thankful and we're excited. And, um, and I think that is a choice that we make every day when we come in and that it'll serve us well in the future. Tell me about departments. I've, I've heard this, uh, I've heard that term start to show up a lot in the Chick-fil-A culture, but I'm so curious. Tell me about how you're leveraging departments in your restaurant. Oh, sure. So, so we have an executive leadership team, um, you know, within our organization. So over our stores, we of course have our, our massive operations department. So we look at it in a few different buckets, operations. Um, we have a, an HR department, we have a sales and marketing department, and um, we have a financial return department, and then um, the, and then food safety. So those key leaders, we have um, our executive leadership team, and they lead. They are the strategic thinkers of their department, much like the say the corporate office would be, the support center would be, um, but except that we're in a much smaller level. We we pack in um, everything into these into these areas, and so those leaders, those executive directors, um, they own that area of the business. And, um, and so that's how we, that's how we structure. That's how, um, we come together and I involve this executive leadership team in every decision that we make in the organization. Um, I'm, I'm seeking to get their feedback and their perspective and take that into consideration for everything that we do. And, um, and they have a, a tremendous amount of um, empowerment to make decisions for, for their area of the business. So, so we look at it that way. Um, those are the key areas of the business for me. And then of course it breaks down into a, to a very thorough structure, um, like most stores would have, but, but those, those leaders, um, they bring an incredible amount of, of, of perspective, value, leadership, um, to their area of the business. And, and of course with me, you know, that's, I could not run run this organization without them. Um, they're incredibly thoughtful and and talented, and and I have such trust and 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 partnership with each of them. So so that that's how we that's how we run it. We do we and then those those departments, of course, it's important to ensure that there's very smooth and and effective communication between them, so that we don't become too siloed, and um, and that we can. Together, when we when we all get on the boat, we're rowing the same way. You know, we can we can make make a make a great impact and go pretty far together. So that's how we that's how we structure it, and that's how we um, operate. Times are tough. Uh, labor labor shortage, COVID. You've reopened. Lot going on. If you've got one piece of advice for operators, what would it be? First and foremost, show up another day. You know, hang in there. You know it. Uh, tough times don't last, but tough people do. You know, there's a, there's a lot of quotes that that we that we hear, and I think that we we make that choice. But just come in and choose choose joy each day. Um, it's not always easy, you know, in, in certain circumstances. But but when you choose that, it always steps you will always step forward to a brighter future. I I think that I would say that you know we're always we we always do things that we're a little bit not ready to do. Um, but that's when we get creative, we, we stay persistent, we have a breakthrough of a sort. And so I think that's what operators do so well. And, um, and so, you know, keep, keep, you know, bringing that joy to what you do and, um, and just know to, to reach out if you, if, if you need help, you know, I, I often call operators and, and need to talk and, and share. So I'm always a phone call away. Um, and, and I know every operator would say that too. So, so reach out if you need anything and, and, and choose joy each day that you come in. 
Britt, thanks so much for coming on and talking to us today about your reopening strategy, how you refresh the lives of not only your guests, but your team members, how you structure your team. Um, It's been a real joy to have you on the show, and that will do it for today's episode. If you're looking to find, develop, and launch top talent, LeadWell is your go-to resource for articles, videos, podcasts, and all other Chick-fil-A operator and third-party expert curated content. If you've got questions, we'll answer them on the podcast. Send those to leadwell at chickfilacom I want to thank Britt for joining us today. I'm Chris Hodnett, and we will talk at you next time. Leadwell shares leadership, talent, and culture resources, ideas, and tools from franchised operators and third-party experts to inspire franchised operators and their teams to find, develop, and launch top talent. As independent franchisees, Chick-fil-A operators solely determine the employment, leadership, and management practices in their businesses. 